This is Daisenshu EX, the podcast, episode 43, for the week of September 17th, 2006. Welcome to Daisenshu EX, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Daisenshu EX. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening, and maybe just a little bit of entertaining as well. I am your host, Julian. You may know me as Saiya Jedi on the forums. And sitting, well, I guess they're not really proverbially anywhere, but they are in New Jersey and very far away from me, but we have Mike. Yes. Oh, I, I thought there was a continuation. That sounded like Mike, comma, etc. Uh, no, like Mike. Oh, so you're yourself. saying hello to me. I see. It was a question mark. Um, <sighs> I, I'm the host. But you just sure. get to intro the episode. What's up, dude? Oh, you know, the usual. Went down to New Jersey last weekend because it was my grandpa's 80th birthday. Picked up a few things at a Wegmans on the way back because they actually stock stuff from Japan, which is kind of nice. You know, I kind of miss stuff <laughs> from being over there, and you can't pick it up just anywhere when you're here. It's Wegmans like... carries Japanese stuff? Yeah. They're awesome. Film at 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Over here's Mary. Hey there. Hi. How's it going there? Did you go to Wegmans? I did not. In fact, I don't even know if there's one in town. There's one up by Best Buy. Oh, so there is. Okay, well then, if we ever have a hankering for some Pocky or whatnot, we'll have to trek over there. We will. I'm done with you. Jeff, hi. Hello, how are you? (laughs) Jeff's hanging out with us again this week. Yay. Because we do video stuff on Fridays now. Yeah, so I'm now I'm chained to the fence because they won't let me go. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you had quite the interesting podcast last week. Yeah, it was interesting. We had fun. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. We like stories. Hey, you have more stories? I do indeed. Well, tell. Well, since last weekend, I've been doing a lot with, you know, the Japanese and reading and writing and all that stuff. Typical academic thing, but I've also picked up the original Godzilla movie that uh, they just came out with a version that actually includes the Japanese version for the first time since ever. So it does. And, you know, the guy in the rubber suit is still cheesy, but it, I don't know, it it, it, there's no Raymond Burr, and that makes it less funny. But it's its less funny in a good way rather than a bad way. And not only that, but I've actually taken a step towards uh, improving my comprehension of written Japanese grammar and vocabulary, because it's substantially different from the way that's spoken. And my professor on my placement test at the beginning of the year gave me a brownie face on that part, which tests that kind of stuff. She's like, you need to work on your kaki kotoba, which is written stuff. See, your problem so- is you've been translating that manga. And that ain't yeah. the way they speak in. Yeah. Well, she said that I'm perfectly fine in talking, but <laughs> reading and writing literary style is different. And with that in mind, I've actually started reading some light novels, as they say. They're kind of like manga in that there's illustrations now and then, but uh, it's actual like text. And then you have illustrations kind of inter- interspersed occasionally on a page. So what you're saying is that you're on the level of like a five or six year old. Oh no, these are things that teenagers would read. So uh, I've, moved, I've moved up in the world. I'm only, you know, reading stuff that someone six or seven years younger than me would read. <laughs> Fess up, you're reading shoujo, dude. No, 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 no. It, it, it's not shoujo. It's <laughs> sure, it's not. Quick to defend himself. Either way, we're going to be putting you to work with all the <sighs> with all the stuff that's come about on the I forums. I don't have the time. <laughs> but, but you have the love, and that's all that matters in this world. The love? Yeah. Love. And speaking of love, I love eBay. A little bit too much. You love it hardcore. Let's go through the awesome things that I've gotten this past month. (laughs) This is called Mike's self-indulgent list of eBay goodies. Yes, it is. So I got (laughs) Dragon Ball Z, the Japanese version of Budokai, for about 10 bucks. Not too bad. The original non-greatest hits version. Got Dragon Ball Z 2, $3. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I really Round of can't. applause for me. I can't. How awesome that. is that? 
Awesome. Three dollars. Okay. What else did I get? I got the collectible card game game. That package came while uh, I got home from work. I was really confused as to what it was, and then when you opened it, I'm like, Mike doesn't play collectible card games? What the hell is this? I, I had don't. trunks on the cover, so I, I, I forgave you. I will probably never play it, but it was like $3. See, with the, see it? <laughs> with the box and the instructions book. bad shopping habits. <laughs> I'm not going to play, but it was $3, so I bought it. As Julie and I would say, it's cheap, so it's good. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, I'm not done. Today... This morning before work, I went for it. Shin Toden for the Sega Saturn. See, actually owning that Saturn was your downfall. Now you're <laughs> buying games for it? <laughs> well, what else am I going to do? It's I don't just know. Just, just like polish it every once in a while. It's and, a very and decorative paperweight. Yeah, It is. You know, it actually doesn't mm. get as dirty as the Dreamcast does. Black looks better mm. with dust on it. That's because people still play yeah. with their Dreamcasts. Anosatanga Mike no Azawayushita. Yeah, your mom. We're going to move on with the episode. Oh, <laughs> we got news. We got... Oh, we have lots of cool stuff this week. So much Japanese stuff. And I guess Julian comes in handy for this, so we'll put him to work. Uh, Let's go into the news. The first bit of news this week is kind of riding off of last episode. And, you know, we've had some people asking and, well... There's going to be another Doom Rider project. Woo! Moving right along into the next bit of news. We can't tell them anything yet. Because we don't know if it'll actually happen. No, it will. It might take another three years. That'd be cool. No. <laughs> next year. It'll be ready for next yeah, year. sure. It will. There okay. goes my life again. <laughs> this is your life, and it's ending one frame at a time. <laughs> Julian. Well, yes. Actually, I guess I don't need you for this because we have awesome people on the forum that translate oh. stuff for us. That's what you call minions? I love minions. That's what you call people who don't have things to do during the day. I think they do, but what's nice is that they might be in like other time zones or countries, and so they do stuff in the off hours for us. I love it. Jump Ultimate Stars, the sequel to Jump Superstars for the Nintendo DS. We got all sorts of awesome new information about it. We got some scans, and we got more scans, and then text, and I'm just scrolling to look for stuff. Here's the cool stuff about the game. It's going to be about 300 characters in the game. This That's is supposed obscene. to 160 in the first one. Jesus. So about double wow. the amount of characters. Amazing. And there's going to be 40 different series as opposed to 27 in the first one. That's a crap ton of stuff. And I thought Very they nice. used the majority of the you know series in the first one. Oh, they were just scratching the surface. I know. There's okay. older I, stuff. There's newer stuff. And I bet you're not even able to count like the ones that are basically guaranteed a two-volume run right. if they don't get popular and then they get dropped. Right. I mean, there could be numerous ones of those. I would love to have Kajika in there. That'd be cool as hell. That's true, too. At least like him as a support character or something. That'd be neat. Um, I'm actually reading the list here from, I hope I get the name right, Caracol? Caracol? Uh, crackle. Spain. Let's call him Crackle. I love Crackle. I love Crackle. I like Snapple. <laughs> I don't have any. I'm sorry. I like Nestle's Crunch better. But So, this dude, uh, I say dude, I hope it's a dude. This entity that happens to post on our forums <laughs> has all this great information about uh, more characters. We're going to have more One Piece characters, including Frankie. We're going to have more Naruto Ooh. stuff, including Super. stuff after the quote-unquote time skip, uh, or as we like oh to my. call it in Dragon Ball, the seven years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's some adjustments to some of the coma 
Um, some sevens going down to six, like Afro Luffy. Uh, more series. Saint Seiya is probably one of the biggest ones that's showing up. That's neat. Hmm. We've got uh, Roji's Magical Law Consulting Firm. Hmm. Uh, crickets. Let's get those crickets. Can we hear them again? Nah, I guess not. Maybe I'll put one in. <laughs> and uh, Sinkaiden Hoshin Engi, or Soul Hunter. So, uh, yes, the uh, Fengxing Yang Yi based. Uh, gotcha. Thing. Lots it's of based cool on stuff. a Chinese story. Yeah. Um, and then some other things like using the L and R button to switch out characters. Uh, characters can hold on to edges and actually bust through the panels into other backgrounds. Ooh. The first game is. So, so awesome. It's biggest downfall. It's really best playing a multiplayer. New games got Wi-Fi. I've got superstars, so I'll probably pick up ultimate stars at some point. I can't wait to play people. I'm so excited. <laughs> because, again, the first game, best playing multiplayer. Multi-cart is great if the other person owns it. Single cart sucks. <laughs> I hate playing on single cart. Oh, well. I'm looking forward to the next game. I cannot wait. It's going to be a busy fall for games. When does this come out? Do we know? I think it's November. I haven't looked. I don't remember anymore. We'll throw it up on the site somewhere. Yeah, well, if I'm still it's waiting. Already. For, yeah, I'm still waiting for Elite Beat Agents and Zelda and everything else. I've got ah uh, Zelda get pushed back to next year. Oh, <sighs> did it? Blarg. Well, the Wii's coming out, so they don't want to interrupt it. Wee! We'll, Wee! we'll keep going with uh, more news, <laughs> and this kind of ties into a certain individual that's shown up on our forum who I've been following for a couple of years, actually. And this is about Kochikame, believe it or not. But it ties in Dragon Ball. Julian, yep. take this one away. Okay, so there's the 30th anniversary this year of the long-running manga series Kochira Katsuhikaku Kameyari Koen Mai Hashutsujo, or this is the police station in front of Kameyari Park in Katsuhika Ward, um, which is about this tale of a guy who works at a police station and all his harebrained schemes and his co-workers and such and so forth. It's comedy. Right. But anyway, it's the 30th anniversary, and to celebrate this 30th anniversary, there is going to be, or I guess my... It actually came out today, as we're recording. Okay. So today, as we're recording, this 30th anniversary box set has come out, including, among other things, a book entitled Super Kochikame, which is kind of essentially uh, a long tribute by a lot of other mangaka to um, the work of Osamu Akimoto, who is the author of Kochikame. Uh, Kochikame, I, I should mention, I guess, is short for Kochira Katsuhikaku Kameyariko and my Hashitsujo. Right. But anyway... Uh, <laughs> I love how you can just splurt that out like it's nothing. Yes. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes. So <laughs> anyway, this, this book is kind of a tribute to him. And so, in addition to this long interview with the creator, you have a series of collaborations that the author of the series has done with other prominent mangaka. Now, the top build ones for this were Takao Saito, a notable as the author of Gogo 13, and oh, Monkey wow, Punch, that's old. yeah, author of Lupin the Third. That's uh, also as well, old. <laughs> yes, as well as the not so old Yoshio Sawai, author of Bobo Bobo. Etc. <laughs> but also among them is Akira Toriyama, who did a nine-page uh, crossover chapter of sorts. It's so and, funny. I love it. And uh, this individual on our forum was nice enough to post up 
some images from it. And from that, I've kind of got a sketch of the plot here. So well, We don't need to go through the whole thing because okay. you can check it out over on the forum. But just real well, briefly, true. what's going on with it? Okay, so the main character of the series that uh, Akimoto has done, this officer Ryotsu, who is usually abbreviated to Ryo-san, uh, is set up office on Namek, and he sees... Freeze's spaceship illegally parked. <laughs> uh, and so Freeze is working on obtaining the Dragon Balls, and he's growing impatient with his henchmen who are taking so much time. And Vegeta's off in the corner waiting for Frieza to go away or something so he can take the Dragon Balls. But Yosan just walks up and tells him what's up, and he's like, You know, you, maybe you don't know the law, so I'll just let you off with a fine. And Frieza promptly decides to blow him up. <laughs> um, but he doesn't die. And so he comes back and he. And he says, well, you know, if you don't pay your fine, you know, this ship's going to get towed. And so he gets blown up again. <laughs> um, so at this point, Vegeta's kind of freaking out. And he's like, he healed in the space of an instant, and his clothes got better, too. <laughs> and now now he's angry because this guy, you know, this guy who he doesn't even know is interfering with an officer in the line of duty. And that that's going to seriously, like, even triple the fine. Um, but... I love the logic. Yeah, but no, Frieza just tries to blow him up again. But at this point, his henchman re- realizes that he's a gag manga character. <laughs> and so he's invincible. He'll never die. <laughs> and though Frieza gets indignant and tries to show off his power, he realizes that he can't do anything. So he uh, chickens out and flies away. Yay! But then Goku shows up and he's like, where's that Frieza guy? <laughs> and Vegeta's just kind of like, dumbfounded, and Joe-san goes up to Goku and tells him he's illegally parked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Oh, is this, still got it. Is this up for order, uh, the book individually? I don't know that. I haven't looked too closely. I, I got the impression that it was part of this thing, but it might be available separately. Gotcha. It would be, it would be easier if I could just walk into a store and ask, but of right. course, that's not really a possibility where I am. Gotcha. Well, uh, if you head over to our forum, uh, we have some scans off and we've got some stuff going on with the translation, so you can get a pretty good idea. It looks great. It's funny as hell. I really enjoy Toriyama's style where everyone's really, really detailed, but everyone's really, really short now. <laughs> oh, everybody's Vegeta height, eh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's cute. So uh, that's kind of news. I guess it's pretty big news is Toriyama's still drawing stuff. And it's drawing Dragon Ball characters, And it's crossover. I love it. No less. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. And uh, that kind of concludes our news, but it very nicely segues into our topic for the week. Yay! So we got this new guy on the forum, and uh, he's not from the U.S. He's not from France. He's not from England. He's not from Canada. He's not from India. He's from Japan. Yeah, Magical land. And Ooh. he's been running a Dragon Ball site for several years. Hmm. Uh, this guy's name is Peking Duck. Well, that's his internet handle anyway. That, I don't, well, I don't really, that's true. <laughs> I don't really think his parents would be cruel enough to give that kind of name to him. <laughs> And uh, he's been a Dragon Ball fan since the late 80s, and he's actually been interviewed for a book before. He's just an old-school Japanese Dragon Ball fan, and he's been putting some stuff up on YouTube, 
And our forum kind of got wind of it, and everyone was talking about it. And um, I was like, oh, I know, I know who this is, and I gave a link to the site. And I'm pretty sure he found our site and forum through his web referrals. And he showed up, and he started posting, and he introduced himself, and it's pretty fucking awesome. May I ask what site he Do ran? You, um, it's, it's kind of like a personal site. I think his name's just okay. in it. But uh, we'll definitely put up the link to it so people Peking can check it ducks. out. DBZ Links homepage. Uh, no, it's not that lame. It's not like me and the <laughs> or anything. <laughs> but um, his site's pretty great. He has a list of uh, like games and stuff he owns and pictures of events and stuff. Really great to see the Japanese side of fandom. So yeah. what I actually want to talk about Just is his stuff. Scary. <laughs> it's true. If not more, I mean, you can see this, and this is nothing. Just as scary. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about the stuff he's put up because oh yes, we like to think, you know, Mary and I have been into the show for about a decade now. We've got all these Japanese reference books. We've seen the entire series. We've read the entire series. We've been online for years. We've been running our sites for what, like almost nine years now. Yep. It's oh it's, God. it's frightening. So we like to think we know stuff. Well, maybe you could think that, but I, I tend to forget shit. <laughs> As, you know, going through this podcast has proven, um, yeah. Need to reread <laughs> the series. I'm old. I need to reread it. Yeah. All right. So I like to pretend that I know stuff. Along comes a Japanese fan throwing up all this video online, and I'm crying in fanboy glee watching this stuff. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing We've never stuff. seen this shit before. No. I mean, we've always known there are some other little things. Like, of course, they're going to animate some little TV spots and maybe do some hmm. television appearances. And we know there was this fifth anniversary TV special. That no one seems to actually know about. Ramsa's got it on VHS somewhere. I think Steve actually has it, too. But no one wants to make poor Mike a copy. No. Why? No, instead like, people send you free swag. I so. know. People send me everything other than what I actually want. It's really weird. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about some of the stuff he put up because... Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Where do you want to start? I mean, I don't want to really go into a ton of detail, like a synopsis of every little thing, yeah. but I want to hit the highlights. So, Julian, pick something. What well, do we got? I, one of the first things I saw when I, I looked at there was the um, little weird 10th movie anniversary animations which look like they were either in conjunction like shown in the theaters as right. part of a, a a multiple feature type thing that's or, very possible or, or, or possibly is it yeah or possibly is a TV broadcast but I don't really know and it doesn't give a whole lot of context but uh, I guess it, it looks like it was within uh, with a release or or later broadcast of the seventh Dragon Ball Z movie which marked the right. tenth movie of the Dragon Ball fan or franchise as a whole. Right. So you had this little these little segments which looked to be sort of bumper segments for a larger showing of stuff with Goku and Gohan in these white tuxes and them complaining of course <laughs> in character about how they don't like wearing them and eventually they solve that problem. Um and Gohan looks like the lead singer from Kiss in this video. It's really funny. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff's watching him on his laptop over here. Oh, I'm sorry, it's on a laptop. I even <laughs> fucked up. It's See, no I told you. It's hard well, to yeah. that. Actually, the thing that amused me most was that having the two of them together really highlighted the differences between the way uh, the same voice actress oh, voiced yeah. both characters. Totally. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the the speaking styles as well as the changes in the voice that she did. I don't know whether she did those two voices at once or on the fly, but Elzo was a very talented woman. I've heard that she's able to switch back and forth like it's nothing. I mean, oh, after God. so many years. 
Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I love this one. I love seeing them just burst out of their clothes. It was so oh, great. Oh, but I love Goku all dressed up. I do, too. In movie 8. Or... The movie 8 suit is fantastic, yeah. Yes. He cleans up real good, that he Goku. Does. For a it, hick, he does well. Yeah. <laughs> it's always interesting, because Goku talks like a hick. Gohan is always very, you know, proper and formal, and then Goten is just ordinary. He's just there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the other thing that I, I really enjoyed looking was this making of Dragon Ball GT special, and I know yeah. that sounds kind of dumb. It makes GT look like something special. They go behind the scenes, they look at the animation process, going from, like, the drawing of the frames, and it, and it basically says how Akira Toriyama's left it up to the hands of the of the production studio to make something good out of it, and he's, you know, and it's, it looks like it's good. And <laughs> from what they show you, <laughs> it's, and, true. it's like false and, advertising. Like yeah, hype it up. And, and I like seeing the process behind the scenes kind of stuff. But what I really also enjoyed was seeing the three voice actors: uh, Take, Takeshi Kusao for Trunks, uh, Yuko Minaguchi for Videl, and Masako Nozawa for Goku, all standing in the same booth and you know trading lines as the animation is up on the screen. And you, you get the sense they really play off of each other's characters, and they obviously have a great affection for the characters, even if the material right. they have to work with is the greatest. <laughs> eh, GT. Mm -hmm. I actually haven't seen that one yet. I'm going to have to if uh, you know, all yeah. the voice actors are actually yeah, in it. Yeah, it's really neat. cool. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, I, I mean, I, I'd, I'd seen... Um, what Masako Nozawa looks like before, but I hadn't seen the other two. Mm -hmm. Actually, the the one that it probably intrigued me the most out of all of these, though, was the one that actually had Akira Toriyama in it. I know. As, as I said, I got to see him in moving, talking. Yes. I'd never heard him speak before, and his voice is so ordinary. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, it, if it wasn't for the fact that they were treated like him like someone special, you'd think that maybe they were he was just some person they just pulled off dude. the street. I know. <laughs> but I, I guess that's the way of things. I mean you you'd expect from his drawing style that he's actually some you know, at least weird. If not <laughs> definitely you know, weird. Not you know. bad for a hermit who lives in his piles of money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Swimming yeah. in his bags of money. <laughs> Uh, I, I also found it funny how he, you know, he's dealing with, you know, his his kids, how they play video games all the time, <laughs> all that stuff. I mean, granted, this was, you know, twelve years ago, and his, oh god, his his son must be Sasuke's only... like probably an adult with children now. <laughs> well, no, no, he's he's a few years younger than I am. He must Is be he? like nineteen or twenty. Okay, he's and getting it, up there. And, and his his daughter's a few years younger than that. But yeah. <laughs> They're they're getting old. <laughs> totally, Makes me feel old. Victoria, how many children are as old as you are? <laughs> well, his son is almost as old as I am. Well, let's keep going. The ones that I really enjoyed, and we'd actually seen one of these before, but not quite as clear. And that's the uh, the Qtai Panic Adventure across the multiple screens. Now, what events were these from? I know we've talked about them on the forum a little bit. Um, these are these thing these events that Toei Animation puts on in Odaiba at, oh, what do they call, Aqua City, which is the shopping complex with a tower sort of structure, I believe. It's very near to the Fuji TV studios in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. And so they have they put these events on showing off their, their properties. And I believe it's, well, I'm not sure whether it's Fuji TV or Toy Animation. I guess Fuji TV is the more logical choice since, you know, it's a few blocks away. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, they have these events, and in conjunction, they often have these sort of interactive things. And in this case, it was this Dragon Ball Z and One Piece crossover using multiple large screens all around the audience and this large, like, Shenlong puppet. <laughs> Why is it always end. a Shenlong puppet? It's always a puppet. It's, it's great. Or a sock. Or a combination of both. <laughs> now, what... 
you know, I've seen Dragon Ball and One Piece together. I think it was the one with, you know, I'm not up to this. Is it Eneru or do they pronounce it Enel? It's Eneru. Okay, um, that's kind of what I, I figured. I believe one of the video games that came out recently yeah, spells it. Fighting for the, One Piece. Uh, that travesty. Yeah. <laughs> well, l- luckily the uh, English manga seems to have started to diverge from the naming scheme of Viz, thank God. Um, <laughs> Good deal. Anyways. So we don't know if that'll be the case. I've actually seen that one before, but the one I hadn't seen was the one where Astro Boy shows up. <laughs> and I'm not an Astro Boy fan or anything, but when I saw that, I just went... Holy shit. It's like generations of these yep. superheroes <laughs> all together. And and I cried. It was cute. And now Julian's whistling. A touching moment. Okay, anyway. As long as he's not touching me. Ah! Well, he can't. He's a far bit away. far away from that, yeah. <laughs> but I can. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, Astro Boy. Um, I, I thought it was awesome. And somehow all the art styles work well together. I mean, yeah. Dragon Ball and One Piece, kind of spiritual brothers there. But Astro Boy, I mean, but it fit. Oh, my God. Interesting. Goku is well animated. <laughs> I, I love seeing yeah, new animation for the show. It makes me so pissed that there's not like a new you know, 20 anniversary or however many years it's been. It's uh, past 20 now. Uh, just like an anniversary special, another one. Just because I know they can, you know, draw well now. Wow. Yeah, well, now he just got fried and toppled over, so... Uh, <laughs> That's okay, as long yeah. as it's animated well. Which one are you guys watching right now? Just the same one as before. Yeah, yeah. Q-Type Panic. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other stuff do we have here? I mean, you definitely need to watch this one, especially if you're a fan yeah. of One Piece there as well. There was an, um... I well, think I haven't this, watched all these. It's probably the 10th anniversary movie. I just remember Gohan and Goku and maybe Goten. They're all in a tub, and then Chi-Chi walks by. And... Oh, yeah, what was that and one? And then in the end, they're in suits. I don't know if that was a commercial... I think it was a commercial for something. Uh, what was this Dr. Slump thing? Was this the second Dr. Slump TV series, a clip from it? I, I believe so. I, I didn't actually see this clip because I, I gotcha. only glanced over the links. But I do recall distinctly that Goku made a cameo appearance in the new Dr. Slump TV series. What I think happens is, and I'm not entirely sure about this, but I think one of the Doctor's inventions somehow brought the Dragon Ball manga to life. Because <laughs> a black and white Goku and Chibi-Boo showed up and were fighting each other. And Arale was just like, oh my god, cool! And she ran over to it and like, things exploded in typical Dr. Slump fashion. But <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It was definitely the new TV series because it was, you know, like, animated. I enjoyed it. Uh, there were a couple other things, though. Was there anything of uh, real interest? I mean, we hit the big ones already. but Yeah, I think that really covers most of it. Yeah. Um, there was a few other odds and ends commercials, of course. And, and Kami-sen doing the Makanko Sapo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was that weird, like, combining Goku with this live-action thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Or, uh, I don't remember who Kuniko Yamada is, unfortunately, but uh, I, I glanced over it and passed it up for some of the more interesting ones. Definitely check them all out. Uh, what this made me want to do was drive down to my parents' place, get all my old fan subs, and scan for commercials and capture all the old commercials myself. You know, I myself. got probably the same tapes you do, and that's, they're here. That's Actually, they're in your trunk oh, <laughs> from when right. my parents moved. So well, like... let's go through all of your tapes. No. <laughs> um, Peking Duck actually did put up some, uh, what do you call them, like commercial medleys or something? Where there's just a bunch of commercials. You probably captured from VHS as well. So you think most of these are just from, you know, airing directly off TV? Oh, not, yeah, yeah, Not from, like, DVDs or Cause, anything? Because I've seen them on my um, fan subs. Okay. Tell me yeah. they have, like, the Arnold Schwarzenegger power drink commercial in them. 
That's like <laughs> the best one I've ever seen. My favorite no. ones are the Frosted Flakes ones. Great! Oh, yeah. Those are great. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite commercials when I was in Japan was, oh, I don't even remember what it was for, but at the very end, the lady in it goes, like magic, and then this fairy godmother type figure appears out of nowhere and turns her into a piece of broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, those wacky people. Oh, man. Well, in conclusion, check out all these videos. I mean, I generally hate YouTube, and I hate the just what it's made people into. But, but it's useful for shit like this. This is what it's for. Really Definitely. rare video clips that no one would see otherwise. Right. Thanks to the wonders of the internet and people across the world. Definitely. Ooh, Check them all out. We'll give you links to everything over on Daisenshu EX. Because, you know, there's a website. I mean, there's a website, too. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. That's how it works. And you're you're making even more Daisenshu EX references and you don't even know it. Or maybe you do. I Actually, know. I know about holy crap. <laughs> Good deal. Holy crap. <laughs> Shall we uh, move on to Julian's segment? I guess so. Julian, it is time for your ABCs, where we learn all sorts of interesting things from you. Yes, and we are up to the letter Q. Did you find uh, anything for Q? Um, not exactly. <laughs> so, I, so I'm going to have to take a slightly sneaky way out and say today's word is QE. <laughs> no, you can't do that. I think you Why? can. <laughs> Winging it. All right, fine, go for it. As long as you explain it, I don't care. Okay, so so maybe it actually starts with K, but <laughs> nothing starts with the letter Q in Japanese. Come on. I'm 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 hurting for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till we loop around again. You have to pick something oh, for real. No. <laughs> uh, oh You're crap. good for twenty six weeks. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so Kiwi is a member of Frieza's henchmen, and as such, his name is a pun on a type of fruit. In this case, the kiwi, which in Japanese is written kiwi. And so the pun here makes that sound into a quicker Q sound. And so that's how Kiwi's name came about. And we spell it K-E-W-I, but, you know, between fans, it's often different. But anyway, he's the henchman of Frieza's who gets in Vegeta's face when Vegeta was less powerful than him and he ins takes opportunities to insult Vegeta, which turns out not to be the smartest course of action <laughs> because once Vegeta shows up on Namek, he goes after Kiwi. And that battle is very short. But it's great. <laughs> I loved him. And uh, didn't Jason Gray Stanford do him in the Ocean dub? I remember he had a real badass voice in the dub. I don't remember. I actually don't remember. Yeah, I'm, I, I thought I remembered the This is Vegeta season. EX actually having a dub moment here. Fans, like, this is the only bone I'm going to throw you, so take it. <laughs> um, I loved him. I loved him so much. Now, here's a little bit of trivia for you. I think he was originally supposed to be a character in the first Budokai game. If you head over to our rumors page, and specifically the video game section, I ripped a bunch of sound files from all the PS2 games. And, you know, when you go into versus mode or tournament mode, it'll be like, Goku versus Vegeta. Well, there's a Kui versus Kui. So, was he supposed to be in the game? Dun, dun, dun. Da -dum. I would have loved him. Now, here's the good news. He's in Sparking Neo. Wow, they're really um, <laughs> strapped for characters. Then. I love it. I'll be doing <laughs> QE versus, you know, Zangya. <laughs> It'll be great. All like the third minor tier fandom. characters. Exactly. I can third see tier. the doujinshi coming from this really quickly. <laughs> oh, QE. 
How we miss you. Cooey and a pool. I'm sorry. Cuey. <laughs> like I said, you're good for 26 weeks, then you're on the spot again with Q. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, thank you, and I, I, I guess now it's time for Mary and her top five list. Mary? Yes, Mike. You have a top five list That's this week. right. And this is a topic I know you've been wanting to do for quite some time. Right, but this is not my second. Oh, I know. So it's for me. You're just going to fly with this. All right. Do you have an order? Um, I'll, yeah. I mean, they're not in order on our outline, but you, yeah. have, you have a head, you have in, a mind. In my brain, there's an order. Is it working? I hope so. All we'll right. find out right now. Let's start. The number five flashback. That's right. Top flashbacks. Um, they're kind of few and far between. So you think there's a lot, but there's not that many. So this top five list might be kind of obvious. But it, it all comes down to preference, I suppose. All right, number five. So number then. five is um, you know what? I'm gonna get shit for this on the forum because it's technically filler, oh, but it it's re- it's a really good filler. Well, that's how they make filler is through flashbacks. <laughs> exactly. So this is practical filler. Which exists as a flashback, and in terms of our video that we'll be putting online in the next week, it happens to be Dragon Ball Z related. Oh, I um, see how it anyway, is. Anyway, <laughs> that was my plug. Um, this filler wow. flashback proved to be quite useful because it's a Dude. flashback to Baby Gohan, which we actually don't see, you know, in the actual canon. You know, oh, there's no one. Gohan, and then he's born, and he's four or five. Right. He when the series starts, he's four years old. Right. And what this is, is right before the Cell game, where we have, you know, our our mini filler arc. (laughs) Seven days of filler. There's flashback to Goku and Chi-Chi with Gohan as an actual baby, like in a crib and in a stroller and everything. Mm -hmm. It's very adorable. He's got his little Gohan hat, (laughs) (laughs) which is, you know, in all honesty, the highlight for this um, flashback. I don't even remember who technically is having the flashback, because when I was looking at this footage recently, I was only scrubbing through it for footage, (laughs) so I don't remember the context. I don't know who was having this, this flashback, but it was very sentimental and cute and... You was, rarely get to see babies in this show. It so. was surrounding his filler birthday. <laughs> his filler birthday party where he becomes 10, 9, the 11, age that no one can ever remember. determine due to, you know, all that training in the oh, We've actually calculated it all out, but I don't have that yeah, in front of me. We're, we're nerds like that. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that. Me too. Well, let's move on then. Number four flashback. Number four is um, Kami slash Piccolo flashback. And this is a origin flashback in regards to Kami, but it also ties in a bit to Piccolo. It is... Um, really, really, really early Namek stuff, and mm-hmm. Kami is talking about how he landed on Earth, he sat alone in solitude on a cliff for a while. Poor little dude, he was so cute, but he was so lonely. And that's the clincher for me, like, you get to see a side of Kami that, you know, they don't even really bother explaining him. One day, I mean, back in original Dragon Ball, he shows up and it's like, okay, here's God, he's a green dude. He's a really <laughs> one-dimensional it. character. So this gives him a little bit more depth, so I thought that was a pretty useful flashback. Yeah, I enjoyed that one too. Mm-hmm. I hope I enjoy all of these. Well, you better. All right. Well, how about number three? <laughs> Will I enjoy this one? Number three may not technically count as a flashback, but what this scene contains is certainly flashback material. I don't think anyone per se is having a flashback, which is why this could be called into question. Anywho, I'm talking about the end of Dragon Ball GT, which in all honesty is probably the best damn moment in all of GT <laughs> is when it ends and it has this like, you know, a few minutes long montage of like Goku's greatest moments. Right. And I know it makes Mike cry like a little bitch. So for that reason alone, it it ranks at number three. No, I actually love and hate 
this flashback, quote unquote flashback. They totally skip the entire Saiyajin arc. That's true. And they show lots of things out of order, and it goes from like Piccolo Dynamo to the androids to Trudin blowing up or something like that. It was really weird, but lots of good stuff and the song and Goku's stupid grin. Yeah, so. I think it was a combination of all of the above that made it quite effective. Yeah. It's a good retrospective more than a flashback. And that's yeah. a cat crying. Yeah, well, fuck the cats are in the bedroom. Number two. <laughs> Number two. I gotta give it up to my boy. You so, do. yeah, you all know what this is gonna be. It's a Trunks flashback. Oh my Yay! god. <gasps> but it Surprise. has a song. It has an insert song, and that's what makes this work. Man, I remember being a little fangirl back in the day. I got my fan subs, pop it in the VCR. Oh, cool, it's a Trunks flashback. <gasps> but there's a song. That makes it infinitely better. And this is the scene where they're on um the airplane. Sure. Kind of an airplane, airship. Yeah, it's an airship. I don't even remember how they got on the subject, but apparently they all decided to listen to Mr. Trunks tell a story. <laughs> and he goes to stand by by the window, and he looks at his reflection longingly and has his gut-wrenching flashback about his past and all the shit he went through in the future, and everyone dying, and, oh, my mommy, and she's old, and she smokes now, <laughs> or something. Um, oh, yeah, and there's androids, too. So... In good all stuff. seriousness, it was it was good stuff. We just got to see more of Trunks's horrible future pastness <laughs> with the song. Everything's better with Hironobu Kageyama. Yes. Number one. Number one is another retrospective, but it's at number one because a character is actually having this. So I guess it does count as a flashback. This is near the end of DBZ. It's uh, Chibi-Boo versus Goku. Vegeta's watching from the sidelines and reminiscing about Goku and all the fights they had yeah, you know, back from the when they first met. I think but, in the manga, he's just talking through it, but he, he doesn't mention past events. Right. In the TV series, I love it because they redraw some of these things. Oh, yeah. It looks really sexy. Because, you know, later in the series with the better color and angular designs. Right. Anywho, it's the scene when Vegeta finally meets Goku, you're number one. Oh, I'm a little, I'm a little baby now. No, he doesn't say that. Mary's <laughs> making these like fainting motions and stuff. Sorry, it's the no. Italian in me Radio. raising my hands. Can't talk. say much of this. Future fan fiction in motion here, people. <laughs> oh, it's been done. Oh god, really, really scary. Goku and Vegeta. Oh god, not that I've seen. I, I just so I've heard. Sure, Mary. Wow. <laughs> well, let's just yeah. end this. <laughs> so, Moving yeah. right along. <laughs> uh, so there's your top five flashbacks. We'll do some screen caps for every top five list. At least we try to as quickly as we yeah. can. We'll have some doujinshi scans. Uh, we'll oh, okay, no. skipping. Mary's microphone will now be turned off for the remainder of the episode. It is time to move into releases. Yay, releases. Well, coming out on September 20th, the re-releases of all the DBZ Hit Collection CDs. That's 1 hit through 18. Song collection. Hit Song Hito Kyoku. Just because there's a kanji in there in between Hito and Kodek Show doesn't mean you can just skip over it. Well, I have it written in my outline, Hit Song Collections. Yes, but no, never Whatever. mind. But you never write it that way on the on the website. Just uh, you're, you're blind to the kanji that's in between all the kana that spells out <laughs> English words. I'm just blind to kanji in general. <laughs> The Hitto uh. Song Collections coming out. They're all being re-released. They're coming out on September 20th for 1,300 yen a pop. Nice and cheap. They all have new catalog numbers, but um, get them because you like music. Mary, do you like music? Sometimes. Buy Depends me more on... CDs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a good boy. And I am. 
Actually, you're really not. You're quite evil. Aww. You scare me. Julian. Yes. September 24th. <laughs> 24th. Uh, we've got <laughs> DBZ and some other anime calendars coming out. There's a few that are going for 1,100 yen and one for 2,000 yen and one for the price of 6,000 yen. All of these can be found on CD Japan, which is a useful source for those of you who don't like to, you know, have to read Japanese text in order to find what you're looking for, like on Amazon. Or go to Japan. That too. Like everyone else has. <laughs> right. <laughs> Poor Mike here in New Jersey. Well, they're in New Jersey. <laughs> so it's that uh, 6,000 yen one. That's the Chihonka Wonkas. Uh, yes, it is. What now? And that's really it for the rest of September. So we're going to take it on into emails now. <laughs> Jeff? Hi. Uh, you're going to work now. Sweet. <laughs> so, okay, this is where they let me out of the cage. That's and right. you get food. And I get food. Oh, my God, I get food, guys. So, um, Jeff's right. going to read our emails. Yeah, So, and we've got uh, three this week. We do. And uh, first one is from Albert. No location, so we'll just assume that he's... Uh, in New Jersey. In New Jersey. <laughs> uh, it's, Hello, Mike Meredith Julian. It's Albert. Hi, Albert. It, uh, I just have a question about the full moon. If you remember at the 21st Tenkaichi yes. Budokai, Muten Roshi destroyed the full moon using the Kamehameha. However, later on in DBZ, we see Piccolo destroy the, uh, destroy the full moon using a simple Kai... Kai? Oh my god, edit. <laughs> <laughs> using a simple key blast. Now, if Muten Roshi destroyed the full moon, how is it that Piccolo destroyed the full moon? Was it wished back by the Dragon Balls? Did Kami bring it back? Or is this another one of Toriyama's big goofs. It's actually not a goof. Yes. It's, it's explained in the story that um, actually when Goku shows up at the 23rd Tenkaichi Budokai, they notice that he doesn't have his tail anymore. And he explains that, well, Kami decided that, you know, he wanted to bring the moon back, and so he chopped off Goku's tail, and Goku doesn't really get why. He's like, <laughs> well, I don't know. In fact, he's not going to understand why until a certain Saiyajin yeah. lands on Earth. It's it's gonna take six more years, but uh, um, un until that time, basically he's, he accepts the fact that okay, well the tail's just getting in the way anyway, so he figures you know well if that's what it takes to bring the moon back, sure, and so Kami brings the moon back and it gets destroyed later on. Poor what Kami. happens to the oceans? You know, those are very good questions. The tides aren't addressed. Uh, <laughs> Lycanthropes aren't addressed. I, well, I mean, there is that comment about I think originally. When Muten Roshi destroys it, there's some com comment about werewolves and tides and things, but they, it never really gets practically addressed. And well, they there don't actually is a werewolf in the series, so I mean, he's a were man. Oh, that's right. I made the mistake that they make in the series. Oh yes. my god, I can't believe I did that. Oh, I, I relinquish my Dragon Ball license here. Oh. <laughs> so well, there's your answer, Albert. I think that covers it, right, dudes and dudette? I think so. Agreed. Sure, why not? Okay. Jeff, take it away. All right. So the next one uh, we have here is from Jonathan. I just want to um, praise Jonathan here because he abbreviated his location of Birmingham, Alabama to BAM. Very <laughs> cutely spelled. That, that's awesome, dude. Right on. Um, he writes, uh, I love your show. I just started listening to it a few days ago. I am up to episode 14. I love what you guys do, and I also love DBZ and DBGT, but could never get into any of the DB shows. Uh, I remember you guys talking about how early it came on where you live. If it helps, when it started showing here in BAM, it came on at 4.30 in the morning and 9 on the weekends. Ouch. Uh, what I wanted to know is if the Namekians are related to slugs or lizards species-wise. Uh, this book I read a few years ago was an unofficial guide to DBZ written by a mom and her eight-year-old son. <laughs> this is like an awesome joke. 
that circular. It's amazing. It, I remember this. Real. Wow. I swear to God. Uh, okay, I'm speechless. Uh, it came out about a year or two after DBZ started airing here. Uh, the mom says that they are evolved from slugs because of their antennae and ability to regenerate limbs. But my friends and I say lizards because of the regeneration ability. Which is it? Um, well, I think it's important to point out here that the names of most Demekians, uh, Piccolo and Kami excluded, are based on gastropods. So you have Nail, or Snail, Cargo from Escargo, uh, Dende from Dendenmushi, which is another way of saying snail, etc., etc. Um, uh, oh, what about um, um, Slug? What's his name upon on? Guess, Mike. <laughs> Just take a guess. A wild guess. <laughs> uh, oh, ooh, ooh. Broccoli. <laughs> uh, close enough. No, I make anyway. myself sound so fucking stupid on this show. I'm actually not. I'm college educated. I'm very bright. Anyways, go ahead. But anyway, um, it's not clear whether you know Toriyama really had this in mind from the beginning. I mean, to start out with, Piccolo was a demon, right? And that that's the mindset that Toriyama Toriyama had when he first started it. So it was more like, well, let's make him really weird. So he gave him antenna and such, and later on he showed off Piccolo's ability to regenerate lost limbs, which Kuririn's, uh very insightful comment was, like a lizard. <laughs> Uh, but they drink only water. In that respect, they're kind of like plants. But I don't know. It's not really said. <laughs> you know I, what? I mean, Toriyama just said, what's green? Let's throw it in there. Yeah. I, I think it's really you know, a whim of Toriyama's. He, he figured, well, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I guess you could make the argument that maybe they're related to snails because of all the kind of the name puns, but right. I don't really think it's really applicable. I think it's just... They are what they are. They're aliens. Okay? It's written by a guy who writes poop jokes, and that answers the question. <laughs> uh, we've got one more. Um, there were a lot of questions in this email. Like, it was very, very long. So I just picked one. Yeah, uh, this, uh, this email is from Rick and John from Old Bridge, New Jersey. Represent Woot, New Jersey. See, I'm telling you. That's where we Jersey. go totally. see our shows in Old Bridge. <sighs> That's right. And uh, just like true New Jerseyans, they ask way too many questions. <laughs> so before we go Sopranos on them and teach them a lesson, we're, uh, we picked one question. Uh, which is your favorite old school DBZ game before the Budokai series? Now, this is really funny to me because Final Bout is still kind of like a new game to me. Because it was a new game in America while I was, you know, already into, into the series. Show. So all this new stuff is really, really new. But, Mary, I, we might have even answered this in I'm the past. I'm sure I've said this several times, or at least in passing, I've said what my favorite old game is. And, and that, it is. That's Hyper Dimension for the Super Nintendo or Woo. Super Famicom. Yeah. Um, Nintendo. For me, I'm probably going to have to go with Super Butoden 2. Also for the Super Famicom. Now, I actually own Super Butoden 3, but uh, I like 2 better. The music in that game is phenomenal. Such a good score. And while Super Butoden 3 had slightly enhanced graphics and everything, 2 had a lot more backgrounds. It actually had, you know, a story mode and other great stuff. So I think that's my favorite one. Uh, Julian, what have you played? Jump Superstars. <laughs> that is far from an old school game. And Super DBZ. Uh-uh, no. Um, you know what? Anime Next one or two years ago. Or two oh. or three years ago. I think we were playing one of the Oh, Super that's right. We were em emulating something on the computer. Oh, we shouldn't say that, should we? No, we, we were... I, I actually own it. I just didn't bring my Super Nintendo with me. 
Oh, okay. Okay, so we can't say we were emulating something. Right. Okay. Because I, I own the system and I own the game, so, like, what is you're, the phrase? Woot points? I believe it is. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, it is. You're, you're not taking anything away from anyone because you already paid your dues. That's right. Oh, my God, if I paid my dues. <laughs> time after time. <laughs> Still going. Anyway. Well, yeah. Okay, so I, I've played that then. You know what? I think Julian's most I guess old that school game default. is, like, Super DBC. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, I, I was never into the DBZ video games aspect of things. Uh, okay. You can take a few of mine. I probably won't even know. <laughs> uh, Jeff, have you ever played any Dragon Ball games? Uh, just the ones that, that I've watched you play, basically. <laughs> I think that's only the new ones. Oh, no, no, no. And you showed me the uh, the opening. Um, what was it you showed me last week? Oh, right. In the background, we were playing our uh, the DBC You've Never Seen panel. Yeah. Anime Next. Yeah. What was, that? what was the game in that footage? The... There were a bunch of games. Oh, was the, a... the one with the strange opening with the starry background, like three sentences right, right. that made no sense. Oh, oh, from the Pladia. Um, that was actually the, <laughs> the, uh, the NES game. We, right. tra- we translated the opening. You're like, wow, you yeah. timed that really well. <laughs> 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 yes, folks, we subtitle Famicom games. <laughs> Spare time. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Copious amounts of spare time, apparently. I later found out that one of the words I guessed at in one of the scenes for the Pladia adaptation that I guessed at yeah. from the context, I got right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it- something like, how can you understand what it's, or or how, what was it? Oh my god, that reminds me of a story. But go ahead. Oh, how could you bear to be a Saiyajin who's killed another Saiyajin or something like that? Oh, was that, um, who, who was speaking that? Was it Slug? That was, no, that was, uh. What's his face? Oh, Guy who looks like Goku. Yeah. Right. Uh, my story with that is, and I love this. We were watching it, and it just happened to be that fantastic line that came up, and Jeff happened to look up at the screen, and he's like, <laughs> "What? Wait, wait, what? What? What did he just say?" And it's the line where Goku goes, "Frieza, what kind of gas are you releasing?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, classic. Oh, best, best time to look up at the screen. Oh, yeah. <sighs> so good. Anyways, so that's our Pladia story. That's it for emails this week. Um, we have a ton of emails, but uh, I just didn't get around to copying and pasting them all. So you'll just have to wait for future episodes. Send us emails. If you hop over to DaisenshuEX, you click that contact link on the left. You, you, you click some more stuff, and I guess if you hammer away in the key, like this, you, you type uh, Holy oh. crap, that was loud. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, emails pop up, and occasionally we even answer them. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Because um, we're awesome. You're a pretty cool guy. And I you make it more cool. a sexy voice. Yes. Well, normally we would end the episode after releases, but we're running a contest. Oh, right. Holy crap. I hear you've been getting some decent responses. We have uh People like getting free video games. Do you want a free video game? Did you miss the most important TBZ game of the summer? Wait, no. The decade. That's right. We're giving away a free copy of Super Dragon Ball Z for the USPS2, courtesy of Filter Magazine. And hey, there's a t-shirt, too. Do you like Super Saiyan 3 Gotenks? I know I do. I, I really do. <laughs> I, I like it more than you do. Maybe I should win the shirt. Oh, are we going to have to throw down here? Uh, right. I think we're I think we're gonna have to say that nobody who's 
directly affiliated with Daisenshu EX can enter, and I think that includes you because you live in the same house as Mike. Dude, <laughs> your logic prevails. <laughs> Would you like to win this? You can, and all you have to do is email. You know, this poor dude, Mr. Satan, he shows up in the video games. He's gotten a jetpack a couple times, but that's about it. He's got to resort to his silly tricks like exploding Game Boys. In Super DBZ, what you can do is give characters other characters moves, like giving Frieza the Kamehameha. Really fun. But what about Mr. Satan? If you could give him one offensive key attack from the series, what would you give him? And why? We want to know. We want you to make us laugh. We want you to make us cry. We want you to make us laugh and cry at the same time. Is that possible? Can you, I guess you can do that. Oh, it's my funny. God. I have, like, the greatest idea for this thing. And I, I feel bad because I don't want to root for someone. You can't <laughs> enter. I'm... And you can't say what you're thinking either. Well, Wait. you can tell us after. Well, why oh. can't I enter, technically? Because you've been on the show. Uh, so you're kind of, like, well. affiliated that way. Damn. All right. We should say no previous guests are allowed <laughs> to <laughs> enter. True. Anyone associated with said podcast. <laughs> Anyone who knows Mike can't enter. Yeah, basically. If you know him personally, if you have a cell phone number, <laughs> do not prank call him because you cannot enter. Oh. Well, real people will get to win this prize. <laughs> It'd be great. Here's what you're going to do, folks. You're going to answer that question. What one offensive key attack would you give Mr. Satan and why? You're going to email it to contest at com. And Julian, how would you spell that? D-A-I-Z-E-N-S-H-U-U-E-X, but that's not how we spell it in the URL. <laughs> okay, so that would be... Wow. <laughs> you know what? No. Mary, what yeah. email address would you send this to? Oh, no event spelled C-O-N-T-E-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com. That's contest at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com. Very good. You can oh, be dear. the new co-host. Sweet. Oh. What are the perks? <laughs> uh, I only have one other rule, and it's already been broken. Oh, snappage, really? Yeah. If you call him Hercule, I'm deleting the email. <gasps> Someone must have done that just on purpose. Nah, I don't think so. Oh, no. Seriously, if you do it, I'm just deleting it. That's how it goes. And uh, you have to send this email by September 29th at noon. Noon. That's 12 p.m., right? Noon. Yes, noon. Yes. Eastern time the best time september 29th because we'll record that night and no we won't we won't that's a sugar cold show oh um we won't record that night we'll record the next (laughs) night but um (laughs) but i still want it by noon that day so get back 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 before too long (laughs) (laughs) wow go julian jeez that was awesome I'm so proud. Oh, my God. He's crying. He just can't stop. So send the email. You're going to win Super DBZ. Um, Check out the contest page on the site. All the information's up there. Because it's not just a podcast contest. It's a website contest. (gasps) And that's the best kind. Yay. And I think that um, kind of is the end of the show. Okay. So um, shall we, you know, like end the end of the show? Sure. Well, Jeff, you're here with us. We're going to get to work now. On, yes, exactly. On our other projects. <laughs> our very much slacked oh. on projects, yeah. <laughs> oh, but that AWA project. Is coming up. Yeah, AWA oh, is oh coming up. Oh my god, yeah, it's next week. We should oh my god. be like, yeah, AWA is next week. Yeah, in Atlanta. AWA. Good luck. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, sweet. Can I prep the panel? Yeah. Mmm. 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 I love how that's a fucking word in Japanese. Mmm. Mm. Anyways, Jeff, what's up with you for. Uh, Life in AWA? <laughs> uh, not much I haven't said previously. Uh, again, Novum's going to kick 
everyone's ass. This is the greatest thing I've ever worked on. Um, so if you're going to be at AWA, come to the Novum premiere. I don't know the exact date. All I know is that it's on Friday. Uh, I think mid-afternoon. Like, you know, I think I had a time last week, and now I can't even <laughs> remember what that is. I've been working on this thing nonstop, and it's it's phenomenal. It's going to be great. Uh, cool. So please show up for that because that's going to be – it's going to blow your socks off. You're going to love it. It is. Yeah. And uh, everyone can check out your videos and oh yeah, and all that good stuff. Soul Game Track and Doom Rider that you helped with, and, right? And, and <coughs> maybe a stuff. sequel. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so the portfolio site is www.jhgfd.com. And if you want to look up my uh, profile on amv.org, that's animemusicvideos.org. My uh, profile name is Gambit. That's with uh, two T's at the end. Mary, yes, um, you're here. Yeah, you're always here. I live. You here. never leave. I yeah, can never that's, get anything done. That's why I'm so white. <laughs> I think you're white because you're not black. Smart. What were you saying about being college educated? I don't know. S M E R T. Mary, where can you be found? My website is Temple O Trunks, and that is T E M P L E O T R U N K S dot com. Well, that is fantastic. Yeah, maybe I'll update it. And you'll also be at AWA? Yeah, I will. I'll because, be in Because, you know, we're, we're going to AWA. That's right. We'll have a panel. Come check that out. Yep. Um, the panels, I guess we should say, our okay. panels are in the VAT, the video art track, because we do video stuff. Right. VAT. Yes, yes, that's why Anime Week in Atlanta kicks ass, because us anime music video people, we get a room. Yeah. They give us a fucking room. And we get to, like, crash in it. Yes. Yeah. It's so great. Like, especially on Sundays, we just lay all our crap all over the floor and just, like, sleep <laughs> go, uh, in the room. That. Mm. Like, is it time for my flight yet? Oh, I guess I should go. <laughs> right. And uh, then there's this dude, Julian. Hello. He's with us sometimes. Oh, yes. And, Julian, you and I can both be found at a certain place. And where is that certain place? You're going to spell it right this time? Yes, it is. Yes, I will. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> anyway, it, we can be found at DaiZenchuEX, which can be found at D-A-I-Z-E-X.com. That's DaiZenchuEX.com. Very good. Mike? Yes, that is me. Okay. Well, I guess I say goodbye to everyone. I will say goodbye to Jeff. I will say goodbye to Mary. For all of them, for Julian and myself, Vegito EX. I've overheard it once. This has gone on before. It's still one in the same. La ishuga aru sa raishuga aru wakai boku ni wa udaemasu la ishugi to la ishugi to mata aeru daro daizen shu poldo kasto raishu de masu take it away I can't. <laughs> okay. You can't follow that. I guess that's the end of the episode. <laughs> okay.